Welcome to Periop Talk, the perioperative specific podcast where we discuss how to make surgery safer one podcast at a time. From Q&As with AORN guideline authors to interviews with OR nurses just like you, our goal is to always share practical information for you to take back to your OR. Hello, I'm Vanjie Dennis, president of AORN, and welcome to the President's Corner. Today, we're discussing a topic we hear about from our members across the country from every type of facility. It's the challenges of working with a team that spans four or five different generations. We're gonna look at this from a perspective of those nurses. First up is my guest, Mary Kate, a Gen Z who became a perioperative nurse three years ago when she was 22. Mary Kate works in a large acute care facility in New York. Mary Kate, thanks for joining me and representing the Gen Z perspective. Hi, Vanjie. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm very excited about this conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting to hear too for our listeners because it's such a transition for us in perioperative nursing as the workforce is dramatically changing. Thanks a lot. Uh, so I, I, I want to start out with uh, our first question and see what your perspective is and elaborate on it. Uh, you're a Gen Z nurse the newest generation to join the clinical teams. I'm interested in what are the things that you found to be tougher than you expected about getting into perioperative nursing? Um, the most challenging obstacle I think I encountered was finding that exposure to perioperative nursing while in nursing school. A lot of academic institutions don't really offer programs that give you that exposure or like it's just up and coming now. I think the first time I was actually able to go into the operating room was during my junior year of college. And that's where I realized like, this is what I want to do. Now I need to find more information to get more into it. So I, I went on a hunt. <laughs> I like tried to find everything. And like, even where I went to the OR for the first time, the hospital was like, oh, we're doing a presentation, like come learn more about it. So I did that and I was able to hear from other people just kind of like word of mouth, like how it is. It's funny because I actually had one volunteer experience that like changed everything for me where it was with one of our local hospitals near my school. And I actually met our very own ARN's president-elect, Elizabeth Pincus. And it was so funny because I just remember there was just like a huge room full of like all different specialties. And my friend was like, oh, I'll just go talk to the nurse in front of the OR. The worst she can say is no. So I went up and we chatted, so friendly, so warm, so welcoming. And she said, you should come to our chapter meetings. She's like, that's great exposure because you have experienced nurses and we talk about topics that are challenging today. So I just remember the first day I like stalked her on LinkedIn because that's just how you do it. And so then I was like, oh my goodness, super nervous because I'm nowhere near qualified to say hello to Liz. <laughs> and then the first meeting I went in and everyone was so welcoming. They were like excited to have me. They're like, oh my goodness, like you have to learn this. You have to meet this person, like come here. And then eventually after going to each meeting, I was encouraged to go to ARN's 2019 conference and expo in Nashville. And that's where I just knew. I was like, this is where I want to be. This is really cool. And I think this is the specialty. Like, this is my niche. And I'm excited to explore more of it. So, so what, what is it that makes it so hard? Because the first thing you see 
and, and a lot of schools of nursing, they say, you need to do med surge first. Do you think that's become an obstacle at all? Or is that a general perception of getting into perioperative nursing? I think it is because I just remember throughout my time at school, they were just like, oh, you should do med surge first. I think you get like a well-rounded education and you realize what specialty you want to go into. And it's interesting because I think it's still up and coming, but I think it was very relatively new where they started having new graduate residencies for specific specialties. So it was just interesting to see that you had so many professors just being like, you have to do med surge. You know, you just got to do it for two years. You got to tough it out, even if you don't like it, and then you can do whatever you want. But then you had these residencies where that, that were just like, no, like, you know, you want to work in the OR, or like you want to work in the IC or the ER. It is, it's very back and forth. It is. Do you think uh, sometimes the perspective is that, is this really true nursing? Have you heard that? You're, you're really not going to be dealing with the patient. I, I used to hear that a lot. Is that still true of your generation trying to get their foot in the door of perioperative nursing? Yes, <laughs> it is still true. And it's a bit unfortunate because like I, I remember after graduating, I struggled a lot because not many of my friends are in the operating room and all of them worked on the floors. I struggled a lot because I was like, maybe I'm not going through real nursing. Maybe I should have done med surge first. Like my professors were right. My friends were right. But then like you have those specific patients where you realize like what I'm doing is making a difference. Or you have those moments, even with just your surgical team, where it's like, thank you. This wouldn't have continued without all your hard work and effort. And you're like, okay, we had a successful surgery because of whatever I did or, you know, us working as a team and it went well. But I've come to realize over the years that every single specialty is very different. And nursing isn't just like one thing. It's many things, like numerous things. It's better. <laughs> sure. Uh, let's go back in time three years ago. And let's uh, talk a little bit about your first month working in an OR. What was it like? It was tough. <laughs> I feel like when you first start out nursing, I think everyone can agree it's very difficult. It's a bit different from school. But it was also not as terrible as I assumed it would be. It's funny because in school, another phrase was that like nurses eat your young. And I just remember one clinical I had, and I just had one nurse who was really grumpy. And I was like, oh my gosh, can I even do this? I was like, this is going to be terrible. But I was very fortunate enough to have amazing preceptors who like took me in and like there were nurses that supported their young. And I think if I didn't have those preceptors that really supported me and guided me through that first month, I think I would have struggled a lot in the operating room. And that's good to hear thinking about my own first steps into the operating room. It is just so imperative for us to understand no matter what generation is in their mentoring, new people coming in or precepting, is that you have to embrace that journey and help them. And we were there once too. So I think that's a very powerful message to be delivered. Uh, another question for you. Have you thought about what your goals are as you progress and advance through your career? Yes. <laughs> I've always wanted to go back to school. I think getting my master's is something I've always had in the back of my head. At the moment, I'm currently studying for my CNOR. I'm hoping to pass that soon. <laughs> that would be really nice. But at the moment, I am very interested in an RNFA NP position. I just think I would really like to continue being very active in the operating room. Once I got there, I was like, oh my gosh, like I could do this. This is cool. I was like, I want to do this all day. So it's something I would like to pursue. I'm not like at a push for it. I wouldn't mind doing it in a few years or like even next year. It's just that I think I'm still relatively young 
there's so much experience and exposure out there. I just want to absorb as much as I can before I kind of not necessarily settle in one position, but like follow that path. Thank you. Um, Let's get to the core of our conversation here. As you think about working with four or five generations of colleagues, what are your biggest challenges? I think the age gap was a bit of a challenge. It was quite difficult because the OR is very intimidating, especially when you first start out, especially when you're only 22. And I'm not that much of a confrontational person. I kind of just try to like learn as much and go with the flow. But it was difficult in a sense where you have that like reputation with the Gen Z where you're just already assumed that you're a lazy generation and they're just, oh, like you're not going to do anything. Just kind of go on your phone and stay in the OR and stuff like that. But then you have that contradicting statement where they're like, oh, you're so young. You should be doing everything. Like you should be doing all the grunt work. Like, what do you mean you're doing this? Got to pick up that and that. And you're just like, you're so confused because you're like, I don't know what you want from me. I'm trying my best. And it's difficult when you're young and you're starting out because you're just like, you want to prove yourself that this is what I want. I promise you can count on me and that like, I will be a good nurse. But it's hard because you do have those days where you have an incidence where you're like, why am I in this specialty? Like, I don't even think I can do this. And I feel like when you have that piled on, it's a lot of pressure. Another thing that was quite difficult was that I remember talking to one of my coworkers. And we were like just getting to know each other. And he was talking about his daughter. And I was like, oh, like daughter going to go back to school. Like, how old is she? And he was like, oh, she's 22. And oh, I'm 22 too. That's great. And like, I feel like after that, it kind of looked at me like a bit differently where like they kind of saw me more of as a child rather than a coworker. And I think that can cause a lot of conflict because they're just like, oh, you're a child. Like you shouldn't know this yet. Like, don't worry about it. And like, there are senses where there's positives because they'll cushion some of the blow if you get yelled at or something. But when you're trying to be in, like say an emergency happens and you're trying to be in a professional manner, they can kind of be like, oh no, let the adults take care of this. And you're just very useless. <laughs> I think each generation has their own characteristics, and we bring value systems into that OR, especially when we have new generations coming in. And sometimes we always have this infamous saying, you got to throw out the old playbook. And one of the biggest things was, do you remember the league of their own, that movie? There's no crying in baseball. You know, this perception, you got to be tough and, you know, you need to learn it the hard way. I think we got to let these barriers down. And try to understand the value systems about each one of these generations that come into the workplace, that they bring a certain value that completes the spokes on the wheel uh, so that wheel can rotate. And, and it's just amazing how much you can learn from the different generations coming in. My own experience, when I first managed an ambulatory center as an administrator, I was the oldest person in the ambulatory center. And at that time, it was a all millennials. And I had to adjust to the way they would be used to being managed. So the person that actually changed was me, not my employees that were working for me. So it's it's very uh, humbling, but it's also very satisfying when you begin to understand the perspective that we each bring to the table. So sounds like you love perioperative nursing and you elaborated a little bit on some of the positives. Can you go into a little more detail? So I'm actually a bit of an old soul. (laughs) So I feel like when, because I was the youngest nurse at the moment and um, everyone else was either a millennial or I'm not sure about Gen X, but there was some baby boomers. I love talking to people who have so much experience and 
they have so much underrated wisdom that you don't really realize until you have a conversation with them. So I feel like I've learned so much. It gives you an idea of how you want to pursue your future, which I appreciate like to an extent. For example, I have one preceptor who I love. A quick shout out to Louie. He's fantastic. He, he's still like one of my closest confidants at work since when I started to like where I am now. But he's like one person where I was just, I'm really struggling with this. Can you help me with this? And he was like, I've been in this moment before and like I went down this path and I really liked it, but you can reconsider doing this path. And he's also someone that's just encouraging me where like, he's my biggest supporter where he's like, get your CNR, just get it out of the way now. And he's really pushing me to like, an education, learn something new, try different services. It's great. I ha- I love having that. Other people as well have been like so supportive. There are nurses that do remember when they first started out and they're just like, it's okay. You can get through it. Mary Kay, as we're talking about all the different generations coming in, what I'm hearing you say is there's very different communication styles. What is your observation with this and how do you handle I agree. I think going into the OR, you realize that each generation has their different communication styles and like their work ethics as well. I noticed that like, I feel like a couple of other Gen Z people who came in with me or like millennials, they're a little bit more laid back. They're not as like aggressive as I think older generations are, where they're kind of just I got to do this. I have to make sure the work is good. Like your work ethic is unbelievable. And like, there's no stopping to it until it's like the end of your shift where I feel my generation and like millennials, we are, we are laid back. I'm not going to lie. We are very chill, but it doesn't mean we're still not going to get the job done. We just have like a little bit of more humor in it or a little bit more laxed. I think one thing that was really big for me, and I think it's big for every nurse is that their preceptor, I had three preceptors and two of them really understood me and the other one did as well but we just struggled a bit because I think when you understand someone's learning style it's huge they kind of realized oh like you're a kinesthetic learner like we need to make sure like you scrub in you touch everything and like everything kind of like picked up really quickly for me with that and I think that is really important is when you're trying to understand who you're teaching and like how they can progress positively but there is a difference yeah (laughs) sure You know, it brings me to a story when I was an administrator of an ambulatory surgery center, and I can remember the first couple of months, and I finally realized that 100% of my staff were millennials or younger. So I said earlier about value systems and understanding the communication uh, between each other is the value systems that we bring in, and it's not right or wrong or indifferent, but understanding how to do that. And I I can remember calling one of our our nurses in to talk a little bit about it, just a situation, nothing punitive. And as she walked in, I had a couch in my office and she plopped on the couch and propped her feet up on the couch. And the first thing came to my mind was how disrespectful. I would never do that. But I was bringing my own value systems into that conversation. And well, in short, this individual was just communicating because they felt comfortable with me. And it became a very good conversation as we exited about what we could do to better um, perform in the service that she was in. So what is your advice for colleagues to better communicate or collaborate and generally understand each other better? In other words, to make the job better and more satisfying for all of us. I would recommend just to be more open. When you first start out, it is quite intimidating. And 
now that I have like a few years under my belt, I do understand the frustration of preceptors and like working with new nurses because you're just, come on, like we've done this a couple of times, like you should pick it up. But then like you have to go back and remember that you're so overwhelmed. Everything is so new and it's not really discussed and you're not rightfully prepared for the operating room, in my opinion. The OR is like a physical job. And so just to be patient, remember where you were. I thought one thing that was really helpful that my institution did was a new graduate residency program where they just added all the specialties all around, like it wasn't just the operating room. And we would visit once every like three months in the first year we started working. And it was so comforting to kind of hear other new grads that were like, yeah, I'm struggling with that too. Like, oh my goodness, what have you been doing? Or like, what is your approach on it? How can we help each other overcome this? And it was so comforting as well when you would see them the next three months and they're like, hey, like, how's that problem? How did you manage it or tackle it? I think that was a very nice thing that my institution did. Yeah, we, we did that with our periop 101s. We gave them a safe zone where they could come in and talk about that. And that was to actually help support the group uh, that is so new coming in. And unlike when I first stepped into the operating room, the magnitude of technology and the services is just grown exponentially. So I think we've got to be better and sensitive and understand more where our new people are coming from, uh, our millennials, our Z generation, all of us, um, as we come in to, and work together and integrate together. Uh, Mary Kay, I, I appreciate you sharing your perspective. And the key to overcoming team communication problems and generational stereotypes that hinder collaboration in our perioperative services, and to be more honest and open dialogue with our colleagues. Thank you, Vanjie. I appreciate you having me today. Well, this has been a great discussion. I know we could talk hours on it, and I so look forward to continuing conversation next time with perspectives from a millennial perioperative nurse. Thank you to our members for joining me in the President's Corner. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll share this podcast with your colleagues, and we hope that you'll join us next time for Periop Talk.